Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've been responding to this. All right. Welcome to the Swole cast here on RudderGrinders.com. Uh, week seven. Uh, and we have a lot to talk about. I'm going to nitpick every single RB projection coming out this week. And uh, we're going to live a little with some of our takes. We're going to draft a couple of good teams that I think are going to crush. I just have a lucky number seven. I just have a feeling this week is going to crush. So stick around. It's all that you need for fantasy football, the first week premium show. The Swolecast here on RedGrounders.com. Are you being static from the Swolecast? I was like, yep, that's me. I just want you guys to know I'm total dust. I'm the problem. Hear ye, hear ye. Give it to the guy with the crypto dunes, Abby, to not understand content. <laughs> I should have known you getting 30 likes was directly written by someone else. <laughs> you know me. I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. I put no research into this. Don't know if it's true at all. You're on the right show. To it, bro. Live a little. <laughs> live a little. Just live a little, guys. Welcome into Week 7. David Kitchen here, aka Soccer Dave, alongside Mr. Tuttle 05. Are there soccer stuff today? No, no hard outs. Well, there's, I mean, an MLS, hard out. there's an MLS game at seven, so Tuttle's oh. got to he's really got to yeah. grind the the game film for uh, the Columbus Crew oh, to thanks. see no. you know if if the right back is getting into good crossing spots. You know, I mean, someone's it's tireless work, but someone's got to do it. Does the MLS start the games that are matches on time yet? Is that a thing? No. Or are they still just no. do like a rant? No. They have like random time starts. Who knows when they release lineups? MLS is terrible. Yeah. Completely unserious to take a Davis Matic phrase. Completely. They are they are extremely unserious. All right. We got Davis Matic um on the show, and we also have Peter Overzet on the show. I want to start with Tuttle. This Brian Hoyer versus Tyson Bajan game. Uh <laughs> 
boy. Bajan cash, brother. <laughs> you got to do it. You guys will appreciate this uh, for those, that, especially those that have, have been with the show for a long time. Uh, ben Pritchett, used natural slugger, used to be a part of the FI tree. He's like, no offense, but if I don't know where this guy went to college from, he's probably not a good prospect. Uh, like, <laughs> where did this guy, like, he did not know who this guy was. He got he got destroyed by the Colorado School of Mines in his final ever college game. I'm getting I'm getting some who, who less athletic. Who, where did he go then? Shepherd University. I've been doing. I, a I actually dive had that legit him. same thought when he came in. I'm like, who is? This I've been guy? doing a deep dive on him because the Raiders might be the Giga Brain um, Survivor pick this week, and. <laughs> It's it's a big it's a big call to take the frickin' Raiders on the road as a survivor pick, but I I might be going there. I would Davis. just say to natural slugger though, like if you applied that rule um, everywhere, like you're gonna miss out on guys. Like you would miss out on Jeff Janis if that was kind of how you really approach that. Uh, Saginaw Valley State has a long tradition <laughs> of, of owning uh, the Missouri Valley Conference. That is that is uh, you know they they are established. I will say you mentioned Colorado School of Mines for uh, Badgett. So that is like the MIT of Colorado, like multiple, like yep. the smart kids at my high school um, who were on our football team would go play at Colorado State and they were not college co caliber athletes, they, they but have they were smart the, enough and played football. So they're like, yeah, you can go play on our team. <laughs> so their coach is one of the giga brains, like I'll never punt type yep. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> You love to see Tyson, Tyson Bajan. It's it's Bajan, not Bajan. I learned from reading his bio on Shepherd University today. I, I was in the weeds on, on Tyson oh Bajan. But holy cow, uh, you are in the weeds. It's it's, it's so his Shepherd University bio says it's pronounced Bajan like agent. Thank you. That is that'll help me on XM. Uh, Did you slide into his DMs at all? I mean, I bet is he's he got about eight. I bet I bet he's got about eight hundred and fifty Twitter followers. I mean you know, it actually is a relevant conversation because we're going to have to talk about their running backs in terms of value guys. Cause running back is like pretty thin and, and gross this week. And Roshan is $4,600 against the Raiders. So you actually do kind of need to have He's still opinion. in concussion protocol though. Is he really? He is Wednesday, yeah. dude. Yes. Yeah. He's oh, in it. Damn. This not all good. doesn't matter when Kyler when, when we get $5,900 Kyler. He, Kyler's not going to play this week, so DraftKings got a week to get their, their shit and together. And they'll get her on. But they'll still get her on. You think they will? I oh, see, I think it's... Yeah. Okay, I haven't clicked on FanDuel once all year. Let, just let me guess. Let me guess on what Kyler Murray's <laughs> FanDuel price is. I'm, see, because they do the opposite. They never bring the guy down. So I'm going to yes. guess that Kyler Murray is $8,000 oh. on FanDuel. No, he's six. This is the oh, rare okay. the men. They will for sure mess it up. Give give me give me give me minus one fifty that FanDuel just leaves him at that price whenever he does return. <laughs> Davis, are you gonna are you gonna follow Levitan? Did you guys hear the bobshell Levitan switching to FanDuel Cash this week? This isn't an overzets overview joke. This wow. is real. He's playing FanDuel Cash this week. I mean, I would say FanDuel Cash is like is unbelievably easy comparatively speaking. I just you know I'm a I'm a so, lazy man. Yeah. FanDuel's always had like random it, it's always they've always had this dynamic I don't know how they get them they always have these random high stake wells but this is yeah this is also like how. how we get in our bubble right because like it it just blows my mind that FanDuel has more of a share for like sports books than like DraftKings does yep um 
And it just like, like how is that even possible? Like, I love playing on DraftKings. DraftKings is also interface. That's how it's possible. Right. So it's like, <laughs> I, and should uh, I? Sh well, here's the thing I'd love to deposit on FanDuel and start playing some FanDuel cash. But every time I tried to log in to adjust my shell, they would forget my password it. and I would have to reset it. So, you know what? I, I tried. I went through I, that. It was like 15 minutes. I got through it minutes. and now it's done. And now I, I, I did it once. Yeah, I had yeah. I had one issue with it, and then yeah. it's been it's but they, been solid. What happened for me last year? I tried to play for like a month on FanDuel. I was playing the single entry stuff because they do have some good single entry contests, and I just got so annoyed of having to change my password on FanDuel once a week. I just gave up. I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, let's just go ahead and um, just remind people that they need to. Click that like button. Then leave a comment for us. I still, I still appreciate reading all the comments, even the ones that uh, are pretty ruthless. I still appreciate reading those, especially if they're directed towards one of the other three on the show. So uh, make sure that uh, you leave a comment. And uh, with that being said, let's just go ahead and get to Pete Overzet's overview. He's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. Over the over you. Come on. All right. Uh, week seven overzets overview. But first we got to look back to week six where a Desmond Ritter double stack won the Millie this past weekend for a user named Dalton dry. He went on Twitter and credited ship it nation for his victory as well as one week season as well as stochastic. And I'm sure once he upgrades to X premium, he'll have enough characters to credit us to here on the swole cast <laughs> for his big victory. Congratulations, Dalton dry. And apparently a bottomless pit of uh, DFS subscriptions over there. Uh, Kitchen's team, his beloved Titans lost to the Ravens in London this week. Tannehill and Malik Willis combined for 150 yards passing and Tajay Spears led the team in receiving, but don't worry. Titans fans. <laughs> Dehember is just around the corner. <laughs> That's when this team really gets cooking. It's once we turn the calendar over to December. Um, Davis Maddock had Ed Miller on the take cast this week to discuss his new book, The Secrets of Modern Sports Betting. Not sure why you need to read the book, though, when you can just tail Davis on bets like Dontavian Wick's first TD at 40 to 1. Those are the real secrets to sports. I, I'm I'm very upfront. I'm a recreational sports better. I'm never going to have to worry about getting limited at DraftKings.com. <laughs> uh, this week, I got a free sub to NBA League Pass from DraftKings yeah. as part of their rewards program. I am still waiting for box seats at the Garden as a reward for maxing out the spy each week. But honestly, who even wants to deal with parking and concessions? Anyways, League Pass is an incredible gift. I, Thank you very much, DraftKings. Peter, I really thought you were going to go NBA Top Shot there. I really thought you were going to be like, when, when is uh, when is Roham going to get me into the, when to you, the garden? When utility. <laughs> it, NBA Top Shot is so dead that I don't even think of it as a punchline for jokes anymore. <laughs> I still get like the occasional email and I'm like, I don't even have G the heart GTO, to unsubscribe. You got to block. I, I blocked them and reported them for spam. You don't <laughs> report them for, you don't report them for spam. Just update your email preferences. No, because NBA Top Shot is spam, brother. No. <laughs> Who could have seen it coming? All right. Um, 
I'm too lazy to look up whether Tuttle's college football lock of the week hit last week or not, but let's just pretend it did. Hell of a call, Tuttle. Incredible <laughs> call last week. Shamari Lawrence, baby. It did hit. Um, week seven, uh, this is a generationally bad slate. We have four games with a total less than 40 and only one game with a total over 45. If there was ever a week to build up some relationship equity and go apple picking, it's week seven, fellas. You go out there, hit the orchards, Thank me later. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> yeah, even uh, like for those season-long guys that trying to figure out like waiver wire, like you know it's bad when the names on these waiver wire ads are Craig Reynolds and Zach Evans. and Craig Jordan Reynolds Mason. is going to get 27 touches this week after that block man man campbell is going to be like guys this is didn't he get a lot of touches you to do last that week and he block. got like 13 yards yeah he's not very good the funniest thing would be if jameer gibbs is active and craig reynolds catches like eight balls that's I'm telling you yeah. you don't even have to look at your crystal ball to know that's happening that is like a stone lock i uh I took a look at some of the projections and I thought this would actually be a week that Davis would enjoy because Isaiah Pacheco is uh, one of the highest rated running. Backs. Why would you think that I would like playing Isaiah Pacheco? Because it gives you something to um, reference to how he runs. Well, I mean, that is everyone's favorite Twitter bit is like he, he does run like a baby giraffe just learning how to use its legs for the first time. It is like, it is good, but no, I, I will of course be going the other way. I will be, I'll be getting in some, some Patsy. All right. Uh, let's take a look at quarterback title points per dollar. Brian Hoyer leads the pack. Stop. Come on. Do we even have a clear situation there? I, honestly, I actually think, yeah. I actually think Aiden O'Connell is going to start. I think they're going to do the same thing. Like, Hoyer is the option you go to when Jimmy G just fractured his vertebrae in the middle of the game and you think you can win, but Aiden O'Connell, when you have a week to practice and you got to like Aiden O'Connell was bad in that chargers game, but he was bad in the sense of like, I don't know, maybe there's something there. He made a couple throws. He had a couple good red zone possessions. Like maybe there is something there. I mean, obviously, you know, there's nothing there with Hoyer. Like Hoyer is not, you know, yeah. You're starting quarterback. Sure. This would be probably the ideal time also just let you have the floor, Peter, for your Sam Howell bags. Um, yeah, the, I mean, those bags are are doing well. The 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 triumvirate, the late triumvirate of Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, and Brock Purdy. Um, all three of those guys on the whole are working how, out pretty how, well. How rich. I'll throw Mac Jones in there though. <laughs> Stafford um, also probably in that list too. You'd think Stafford has topped. 16 fantasy points once. So really? you, you would you would think that? Yeah. It it's all it's all yards. It's all yards. They get they get to the three yard line and then Kyron scores. I have to remind myself like every time too when I'm doing an underdog draft and it's like I grab Puka or, or Cop and then you're like, oh, right, I'll go stack them with Matthew. And it's just like, no, you just don't stack them. <laughs> like just scroll down and literally take anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh other quarterbacks. You got Josh Allen against New England at New England. Well, it's sort um, of interesting that the three best quarterbacks for fantasy, minus Jalen Hurts, are all available in this slate, Mahomes, Lamar, and Josh Allen. We we haven't had that dynamic, I don't think, at all this season. I think uh, Mahomes has barely been on, 
the main slate and when he has been hurts or Lamar has not. I, I'm very curious to see what the field does with that. Mahomes is the most expensive. Lamar is 7,600. My my gut read was just, I, I might just make every team a Lamar team this week. If, if the early ownership projections are right and he is 10 to 15%, I mean, I just can't. It just feels like a, a, a goaded spot for him. And you've got easy stack options with Andrews and Flowers. The Sims are telling us maybe to not do as many bringbacks as we have been doing, but St. Brown, Gibbs, Jameson Williams. If you're, if you want to let your freak flag, freak flag fly, I don't think what, I don't think I have the courage to do the Jameson thing. What the Sims don't know is that us talking about bringbacks is a very necessary crutch when we have to fill an hour uh, talking about <laughs> plays. And so, if the Sims take that away from us, this is gonna be a thirty-minute show. <laughs> uh, you've got Geno Smith against I like the Gino. Cardinals, and yeah. I love this spot. I mean, I think basically every, all three of the receivers and Kenneth Walker and and obviously Gino, I think they're all in play here. Well, what's nice about if you do a Gino thing is he's going to be leverage on probably the most owned running back. Who's going to be more owned, Walker or Evans? It's pretty close probably, right? Yeah, I think, I think Walker, I, man, I think there's enough stuff going on that Evans isn't going to get out of control. It's I, I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about the running back stuff later, but it's such a mystery wrapped in enigma wrapped in a riddle type thing, because we've got literally nothing to go on. They went on. Uh, like I'm honestly surprised Isaiah Crowell didn't find his way to this Rams roster with how many like veterans they reached out to, but I mean, I'll, I'll reiterate the statistics everyone knows. Um, every game this season, the lead running back has gotten 71% of the backfield touches for the Rams. Cam Akers had multiple games last season of 100-plus snap or uh, 100 of the actual snaps, but so did Daryl Henderson, who ended up getting waived midseason. So it's just like the way to interpret that data is that the lead guy is going to get all of it. I don't think, like, for example, with Arizona last week, we saw – Ingram and Damian Williams were the guys in the first half, and then DeMarcado ran all the routes in the second half. I don't really think you have to worry about that with all these guys, but there is definitely a rug pull potential of you go all in on Zach Evans, and Miles Gaskin is out there on the first snap, and he's also out there on the eighth snap, and he's also out there on the 15th snap, and you're like, oh my God, I literally just played a special teamer in you know DraftKings NFL DFS cash games. I felt yeah. good about Keontae Ingram last week until like the game got out of hand because even the Damian Williams, like he, he rushed for like five times in a row. And then aside from that, he was not even in, he was not, he had like three rushes the whole entire game other than that. And it was, it was Ingram. So to get us back to quarterback, I wanted to ask when we were talking about Lamar Tuttle, do you, I'm starting to feel like an overall, uh, the market being close to capitulating on elite quarterback, right? Because that was a huge meta coming into this year. And we just really haven't seen these guys truly separate. Do you, do you get that feel from players at this point now too? Yeah. Well, I, I think pricing dictated a lot of it too, throughout the beginning of the season where like, we didn't have a ton of value. Even some of the receivers that we were kind of playing weren't very good value options. Whereas this week does feel different in the sense that everything's going to get driven to the higher price quarterbacks. I think, um, we got the running back value. I was scrolling through wide receivers. We actually have a pretty fair amount of wide receiver value as well. Um, so I do, yeah, I, I think we'll see the high end ownership for maybe the first time this season 
really get concentrated on those three. And then, I, I mean, you, you kind of naturally get that too, right? When you run aggregate projections before the show and Baker Mayfield's the, the top option for me, like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just play Lamar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's accurate. I mean, I would I would order my quarterbacks in terms of preference this week. Lamar one, Geno two, Mahomes third, and I don't really know if I'll play anyone other than that. I mean, it just kind of feels like what's the point? We'll say that. So that's the thing, right? Josh Allen is going to get left out in all this. Like I know he's supposedly battling injury, and he said he's good to go. Whatever. Well, they just don't um, run anymore. He's twentieth amongst quarterbacks and designed rushes. So it's like, what's the what's the use? Yeah, but he's. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a lot of just just a pwn play by itself. Like he's going to be. We, we have him at like right around the same number as Lamar Jackson right now. Like that that's not going to happen. Um, and these aggregate builds I'm running, like he's he's showing up like probably sub five percent. I don't know if that will hold, but I could see it. Yeah, no yeah. dolphins on this slate. You're gonna have no 49ers, so no Christian McCaffrey. You're gonna have like Cooper Cup and Keenan Allen, and that's like you're gonna have tons of money to spend. So man, I would just love to fade a 19% owned Keenan Allen for like the house max. Like if I get buried on that, whatever. But I mean, him being more owned than than Adams, than you know, the Seahawks guys, than Mike Evans, like it's just I don't know, feels like a total here's slam dunk. The, here's the thing as somebody who locked Quentin Johnston in the captain slot <laughs> for that primetime game, they're not throwing it anywhere else, man. What if no. we what if we can we can we wish cast can we wish cast Keenan one more week? I, I pronounced a Jover for him on Twitter, but I could maybe be talked back into one more ride into the sunset with with uh with Quentin. I can't I can't. Oh, it was so bad. Too painful. It was, what is it he? Was, what is he, What does he cost? What does he cost? No, don't even. We don't even need. <laughs> don't, don't, dude, don't, dude don't he's thirty. Stuff. He's thirty-eight hundred. He's thirty. Just okay, play JSN. Right. The yeah, rookie wide JSN, receiver is actually getting easy. used. Or or Tony, even if you want a gadget guy to no, pair wrong with. Guy. Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice has a ride. Rashi well, Rice is well, eleven hundred more expensive. Yeah. 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 He's like fully. What's what's eleven hundred bucks in this Biden flating economy? You know what I'm saying? You use what's eleven hundred dollars? It's nothing. Um, all right. If we're done with quarterbacks, let's just go ahead and just start constructing a, a lineup. Hmm. Whoa, we have a Shepherd U alumnus in here. Wow. Also have Brenton Doyle of the Colorado Rockies. I know that. Yeah, one, who dude. could forget famous Shepherd alumni Brenton, <laughs> Brenton Doyle, Doyle. <laughs> hitting nights I mean, for the for the Colorado. I forgot Rockies. to check that on the Wikipedia page. I played that dude a bunch in uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. DFS. I, I'm I'm fully aware of him because of the the tail end of those Rocky stats. All right, Dave, who's going first? Uh, Davis, you're pretty eager, so I'll let you go first. <laughs> All right, Lamar. I just wanted to save you from screwing this up. I really thought there was a chance you were going to say Hoyer. So, uh, lots of people are saying that my picks have been the ones saving the show. More, more and more people like are saying Elijah this Moore. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Elijah Moore. Elijah was... Moore did not pan out. Obviously, no with Deshaun Watson, but Amari <laughs> Cooper, Amari Cooper did. So, what did he get? He got fourteen. Yeah, what did he? Points? He had one highlight catch, and you're chalking that up to panning out. Yeah, scored. He scored less points than Garrett Wilson. So, congratulations. Jets are for real. All right, uh, Lamar, and are we just going to pair him with Zay or Mark Andrews? I'll, I'll let David. I'll let you choose. I'll give you some agency. 
I, I think you've earned this trust. Some agency. Yeah, it's it's tough to screw this one up. Yeah, David, you should decide the stacking partner here, but yeah. <laughs> Let's, here let's comes put Dave, <laughs> Dave. Dave is the last person on on Earth left bag defending Rashad Bateman. Oh, Devin Duvernay oh. still on the team, right? <laughs> Had that nice kick return there in London. <laughs> let's go with Zay. Beautiful. Zay, pick, just David. not that it's it's uh, it's a great pick, but he's going to be very popular this week, right? His, like exceedingly yeah. popular. Co combinatorially, this will probably be the top owned quarterback wide receiver pairing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're playing this in the 5K Challenge DoorDash and Clay Matthews Sunday football series, where you do want to get a little closer to the optimal in an unlimited sized contest. Okay. Pete, hmm. am I appearing extra eager today as well, Dave? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going by eagerness. Tuttle just gets last by default. Dude, Miles Gaskin's <laughs> not even in the player pool. <laughs> um, all right. We didn't mention him in the quarterbacks section uh, or this team. And I understand not wanting to play Jordan Love, but I do really want to attack uh, Denver here. Let's let's toss in Christian Watson, who I do think is a smidge too cheap at 5,600. Uh, he will go totally forgotten. I, I like it. I don't know. Yeah, everybody's on the the Denver. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's sandwiched in between. He's sandwiched in between guys that people like to play, though. Mm. Like every week, every week, Hollywood Brown projects as the top value, and then obviously he never gets there. Zay Flowers, McLaurin coming off the good. The Giants are just as hapless as the Broncos, really. Okay, Tuttle. This is going to be my terrible take, and he was already mentioned on the show, so. Probably not super terrible. Um, need a little value. Let's go JSN. He finally is a real boy. I mean, he was yeah, he was a real wide a receiver last week. Yeah. Finally on the field. Yeah. Um, all right. I am gonna do something that I think will not combinatorially be that popular. I'm gonna play Sam Laporta in this lineup. I think every person who clicks on Lamar and Zay Flowers will also probably just click Andrews. So we'll we'll go. Mr. Laporta there. A little bring back action. Don't the Sims say you actually shouldn't bring back and you're going to get more value out of just taking Lamar? Yeah. Hey, God, but a legitimate question, because with how close Laporta is priced to Andrews, you just double it with Andrews. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I well, I would have to go run this thesis through one of the various <laughs> Sims, but I would guess that your higher expected value lineup is going to be the one with Laporta. Could be wrong. I could very much, I could very much be wrong. But um, Peter is saying, should you just do go double tight in? Oh no, I'm not. No, I wasn't. Oh, no. I was just saying, no. should you just? That's um, what I thought Peter was saying too. Actually. No, no, no. So let's now do is, it. I mean, come on, David, you're big. Now that I, I am guessing, and if the Sim say I'm wrong, the Sim say I'm wrong, and uh, I'll, I'll put out an alert to everyone in the Swolecast Deposit Kingdom if the Sims say this is wrong. You know, I gotta, I gotta double check everything via the Sim, but I, I think this is right. Okay. I mean, it's hard to complain. I do think if you are gonna do the bringbacks, I think in general, tight end's the position to do it. Laporta isn't your typical tight end who's liable to get a zero, right? Like he has a pretty high floor compared to all the other tight ends. So I don't mind it. Okay, let's go uh, Pacheco, their running back. All right. Highest team total. 
and he's not really sharing anything. Got six, 16 carries. I mean, you, you got a pretty high floor. Let's go Pacheco, Chiefs, D, and then that leaves us 6,700. Ah, can we get up to uh, to Kenny Walker? I kind of like the Walker-JSN yeah. pairing um, where it's like we're not playing the passing game through Geno, and then it's just like the points get consolidated around Walker and JSN. But if we don't have the 300, I can let that go. Well, we got two spots left for the – yeah. Oh, do we? Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's go Browns defense. What does that do? Why do we want to play the Browns defense? Oh, you're I right. The Browns, do, I think the Browns defense is, I think the Browns defense is good. And yeah, I but think the Chiefs, the Chiefs get to play the worst quarterback in the AFC West. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be against David here if, if I thought this was like this 6400 spot we're in kind of currently is is not a little gross yeah yeah so i'm I'm okay with the browns and that leaves us 55 like Minshew, what dude Minshew we could play we could play gibbs we could play gibbs for the double bring back brother <laughs> so we got 5500 um you play marcus marquise brown uh if Davis yeah there's the bring bring back. yeah if you want to if you want to get duped if you want to get duped with everyone using the etr projections <laughs> definitely play marquise brown <laughs> you go f1 no, dude. McLaurin. Every, everyone's playing over on FanDuel for VTR this week, man. We're good. We're good. Okay. All right. Yeah, Mark. Mar- it's Marquise Brown in this lineup. You got to do it. Yeah. I don't like it. But I like this. This, it's, yeah, this, this is, is actually this two, is two weeks in a row of building like a perfectly cromulent DraftKings tournament team. Okay. Let's, uh, let's shift to running back. Again, just not a lot there as far as high price guys everything everyone's kind of Man. in this uh i tell you mid- what if you if you take a stance on zach evans and you get it right you are going to be printing sklansky bucks this week i mean obviously i can't tell you if he's going to be the most popular like low price guy right well sure i mean there because there's not really i mean rashad white uh roshan or foreman i, I mean the Bear situation is unplayable if Roshan doesn't play. I do really think on the Evans price tag that the 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 Stone Men thing is going to naturally funnel ownership to him. Whereas if I think he was even seven hundred more, like if he was the Deontay Foreman range last week, I think he'd be like five percent. Like people would be like, "Yeah, I'm good." But that four K and just the lineup building around him, even people who are agnostic on the play, they'll be like, "I'll just punt it off like I am tight end. I don't care." Let me uh, let me get the terriblest take of them all. Out right now. Let's get I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it straight out. Latavius what? Murray outscores Zach Evans this week. Uh, it's not even a terrible take. It just, yeah, it's just a, the that's starting a, starting running back to the Buffalo buddy. Bills. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I mean, how old is Latavius now? They're like 38, 39. He's he's the oldest running back in the NFL. He's 33 <laughs> and a half years old. As someone who had over one and a half catches for James Cook last week, um that yeah, they didn't really want to use them, right? It was so frustrating. So frustrating. I mean, it's just got to be one of those things where the coaches, like, actually hate him. Like, they just have to just be like, he sucks. He can't play. We well, made a well, bad I think they, they try to give it. They tried to be like, all right, you're the guy. And then he, I don't just. He didn't really well, well, they started, like, run, like, it seemed like every time he rushed the ball, he did good. But, like, they just were not. I don't know. Their offense was super frustrating last week. I saw a chart today. I think it was Jacob Gibbs tweeted. I just pulled it up looking at rush EPA per snap. 
And Latavius Murray's top four on the year behind only Devon wow. Achan, Raheem Mostert, and DeAndre Swift. So like the Bills, yeah. I mean, it I I naturally wanted to be like, oh, why are they running this dust ball? And then you actually look at, at how he's playing, and he's playing pretty damn well. They're running, they're running the aforementioned dust ball because they don't think James Cook is good, also. I don't I disagree with that. It just they just don't want to saddle him up with a bell cow workload. They like using him in specific ways. Like when's the last time this coaching staff really liked a running back? I think they Never. liked Singletary. I think they liked Singletary. They were just aware of his limitations. They had their hand forced. They went out and drafted Zach Moss pretty early when they had Singletary, and then no one else would pan out, and then they'd be like, all right, we'll let Singletary take the reins down the stretch. Like in the same way Tra- that Chiefs traded would be for, like, Traded for Naheem Hines. Yeah, and didn't use him. Well, he died. Yeah. He died suddenly also. Um. I mean, we talked about – you you mentioned Rashad White, but against Atlanta, he is going to get tons of usage, it feels like. Um, Pacheco – Davis, you is don't it? like Pacheco, but – Oh, I, I like him. I like him just fine. I don't think he – I don't think he's like an absolute jam. He's like drawing pretty thin to the 100-yard bonus. The Chiefs, like, I mean, good, good luck predicting their red zone usage at any given week. Like, Pacheco's usage there has been pretty consistent, but – this is like a higher stakes game that they really need to win. So that could mean more McKinnon. That could mean Noah Gray snaps. That could mean the belldozer. I mean, it could just be that there was this, this tweet going around that the chiefs are 27th in the NFL in efficiency on third and short in the NFL, despite being the number one most efficient offense over the last three years, because Andy just loses his mind. Guy, the guy sees two yards to go and, and it's like, he's living in a, a fairy wonderland i i think the far more interesting conversation at running back is do we think that kenneth walker is a good play at on DraftKings and like small field stuff at 30 35 percent or do we think it's worthwhile working in some jameer gibbs working in some aaron jones uh against that awful awful defense how about jonathan taylor against the browns you want to talk about a guy who could just show up with 24 touches that the market is not anticipating at all they could just decide like Zach Moss, thank you for your service. We salute you, but we just paid this dude $42 million, and it'd be nice to win this game. Because this is a winnable game for them if if they run the ball well. Like, Cleveland can't do anything on offense. Gosh. Um, I don't know if I can get behind the JT tout. But I, I, I agree with the sentiment, though, that it's going to happen before anybody's expecting it. Needing Davis fancy word that means little or nothing, or it might mean this facsimile. I think I think he cromulent. It does not mean that, but facsimile means the same. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, let's not let's not get into uh, the sources and everything else on here. Let's uh, let's let's talk about. Go ahead, Tuttle. Well, let's answer the question, the Kenneth Walker thing. Like, where, at what amount of ownership does he become a bad play? Because he is he is expensive, too. Whatever the Sims tell me, brother. <laughs> Honestly, what, what, what's been, what's the uh, what's the story there in Seattle? I'd be lying if I said I was paying, like, super, super. He's holding off Charbonnet he, in a big way. He gets all the, the good stuff. He's given about How's the passing of- game work? So he's nine three targets last week, six percent for Charbonnet. Yeah. 
the other big thing is that DJ Dallas was playing the first three weeks of the season, but now he's down at zero. I, I don't believe DJ Dallas got an offensive he snap. He had six percent of the snaps week. last week, but yeah, very minimal. Sure. So that 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 impacts it a little bit as well. I mean, you could say maybe JSN coming on a little bit could be a negative if it tilts them a little bit pass heavier or something. I, I don't know. My thing, I guess my kind of macro take is I almost similar to like one dolphin in every lineup. I might be like one Seahawk where if I'm not playing Kenneth Walker, I want to play the passing game. If I'm not playing the passing game, I'm, I'm fine with. Yeah. Kenneth that's Walker's a, lineup. that's a good question. I played uh, like uh 80% owned Raheem Mostert in tournaments last week is, is Kenneth Walker as good of a play as that. Well, even no. Kyron, Kyron against his Cardinals team first half. I mean, at like 0.5 points and finished with like 25. Points. Well, they ran they ran 16 plays. Yeah, so the um, there's no way as... there's no way Kenneth Walker will get steamed to those kind of levels. Um, what I mean, Mostert was cheaper, more explosive offense, less competition. Like the Mostert thing was a perfect storm. Yeah, my my dumb brain sees seven K and it's like is that really that good of a play? And so if my dumb brain is thinking that I'm sure that's like, well, compare it to just even from like a skill level too. It's like David Montgomery or, or not David Montgomery, B. John Robinson or Kenneth Walker. Like my, my dumb brain is like, yeah, I can, you know, I can B, see how B, it feels. Bijan, baby. Bijan go burn. No, you know I'm what I'm saying? I like how we just are putting ourselves on the bell or on the, on the, on the curve. It's just our faces though. It's like, I, I, Walker go burn. <laughs> I'm the 60 let me, let me IQ the guy. D- Dave and I, Dave and I are the 60 IQ guys who just say Bijan go burr. Tuttle, Tuttle is the Tuttle is the middle guy for sure. Who's yeah. like seven thousand dollars is a little bit too much for a guy with a nine percent target share. Yep. Where's and then Tuttle. where's Peter? Where's Peter on the bell curve? Slide of left. Tuttle, can we get a terrible take on um or boots on the ground take rather on Aaron Jones this week? Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. Like, is he, is he playing? Right, what the status is. No idea. Oh, Michael Zimmer's the same thing. Because Denver has just been atrocious on defense. I will say this is the spot where, like, Dylan has Dylan like worked himself out of work. It li- oh, like played himself just, out of an actual job today officially. So that's yeah. Good I stuff. mean, I guess it's an interesting. I mean, AJ Dylan in that Raiders game. I mean, I just it don't know ugly. how you play any. I don't know how you play any worse than that, man. Like I, this dude has this dude has thighs the size of planets, and he can't get more than seventy six rushing yards on twenty carries against the Raiders. That was what his best game of the here? season. I know that, that, and that's the thing, right? Like, and that was by far the best game of his season. Um, yeah. The split was more lopsided at the beginning of the year than I believe we were kind of anticipating. I'd have to go back and look, but I do think it was more tilted in favor of Jones. Because um, I, I know we, in, at least I entered the season thinking it'd be something more like 60 40 or kind of how they've pat- handled it in the past. I think it was way more tilted to Jones. So I, I, I do think that's an interesting one. Uh, the other one we haven't talked about, we saw his name flashed up a, a little bit. I, I do think this is the week where everybody's like, oh, Eckler's going to be 15%, and then he steams up to like 35% in the spy or something like that. Like, I, I do think Eckler's going to be like, well, everybody's playing uh, Keenan Allen here. Let's just play Austin Eckler for, and then he gets up to like the 35% range. Um, and I can think about that negative game script. Let me catch a lot of passes. The I could see that him being the beneficiary of just like the overall gross slate, and he's like the least gross of the the high-end options although that could also be jacobs this might be the final spot where everyone's like all right this is this is the week for jacobs and if not i'll i'll get Stop. off the train, but i'm gonna go back enough enough with the josh jacobs we gotta put we gotta put him and joe mixon in the same pile of like we gotta because i think why these guys are that's mean so to jacobs well. <laughs> i don't know jacobs I, got 25 Right. And now he plays the Bears. I'm yeah. If if, if everyone I, if felt I really that way and he was going to be sub ten percent, I would fire up Jacobs. If I really wanted to be mean, I could have put I could have put him in the Tony Pollard pile. But I was I was trying to I was trying to be kind to myself. There. I don't get that one. I don't get that take from you guys. Like I saw like the film guys. Oh, he has no burst. He looked fine. Like he got caught down on that long pass, but he. he well, I don't know. He, to me, he looked at like you don't have you don't have you don't have the same uh, irrational attachment to him that that all I, of us virgins do. And I'm also watching like Sam Houston State once a week as well. So like my the great, level of great branding, have, by the um, way, from the Conference USA to just give the people what they want on a Tuesday and Wednesday night. Gosh, I mean, MTSU so losing that game last night and then Western losing. Hey, they covered. Though. They covered. That was a that was a whale play on uh, on Sports Grid TV yesterday. Had to give out MTSU plus 14 and a half. Should have. Damn, won. dude. All you do is give out winners. <laughs> Shippers. Shipping winners. All right. Um. Any other running backs before we move on to wide receiver? <laughs> Thank you, Steven. <laughs> um, uh, I got one more. I got one okay. more running back take, which is Brian Robinson Jr. against the New York Football Giants. I mean, just <laughs> how excited were Brian Robinson owners last week whenever they threw the ball in the one to Antonio Gibson? Well, I mean, Brian Robinson also got a TD. He probably shouldn't have gotten on a screen pass from like 20 yards away where he carried six dudes in, in the end zone with him. Man, just bulldozed One, one little development for the commander's backfield that is an issue is they're starting to use Chris Rodriguez too. He had 20% Gross. of the rushing attempts. Like if that starts to devolve into that three-way thing, it gets real. When it was just Robinson and Gibson and they kind of played in a game script type way, 
like then you get that positive game script for for Robinson and you're looking good. But yeah, just want to point out the fly in the ointment there. Here's what's going to happen this week. We're going to get some report on Sunday morning that the Rams are going to be starting Zach Evans. Yeah, uh, Glazer's going to say it on TV. Gla- now he's not going to tweet it. He's going to say it on TV. Except it's going to be Darrell Henderson, but continue with your story. <laughs> okay, he's going to say it on TV. You know, everyone's going to tweet it. Underdog's going to tweet it. Everybody's be like, oh, we've got to play Zach Evans this week. Like, I know we've already talked about him, but there's going to be some sort of, like, confirmation bias on Sunday that makes everyone want to play Zach Evans. Yeah, future yourself so, like, when you're listening to this, don't react to that. The thing was the initial quote from McVeigh before they brought in Henderson and Gaskin was not a ringing endorsement of Zach Evans. This is what he said. He goes, he goes, obviously you saw Zach Evans get the first carries. We got Royce Freeman on our practice squad and there'll be some different things that we're in the midst of working through right now. Like it just, yeah. it doesn't scream to me, you know, normally in those spots, they will be like, we really trust our guys in our room. Like Jordan Mason can step up. Like that's how, you know, Shanahan talks about his backups. He's like, Obviously, Zach Evans is a guy on our team that we haven't trusted all year. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Zach it, Evans <laughs> is a person. I can confirm his existence on this spectral plane. <laughs> Obviously, I've been on the phone begging other running backs to come slide with us this week. Miles oh, Gaskin is getting our, our our good friend. Our good friend, Miles Gaskin, uh, has had a long journey this year. I, I'm rooting for him. Leonard Fournette, this, uh, though. Leonard Fournette still not being with the team after all these injuries. Drew Dinkmeyer has a Google alert for Leonard Fournette. And I just know, I know that that Buffalo Bills one, the Tom Pelissero report had to have been the happiest he's been in the last six weeks. Oh, same. I'm a, I'm impressed at the level of IQ in the, in this full cast chat where it's like, we have multiple people like, Hey, just play the Rams passing attack. Don't bother with the Rams running it. What if, you, what if I told you? What if I told you Tutu Atwell leads the Rams backfield and ru- <laughs> not rushing touches, but rushing yards because he gets one jet motion yeah, speed house that he takes what, for for six. What if I told yards? you Short King Summer ended last week when I Gold Star locked Tutu Atwell? <laughs> what if I told run it, you? Run it back. I, I, what if I, I like that too, That Wandale brought it all the way back, going eight for sixty-two. Short King Summer <laughs> back on. I do like Wandale. Okay, uh, let's move on to to receiver. Favorite receiver play, Davis? Uh, Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice. Because uh, I think he's expensive enough now. I think when he was at 3,700 or whatever, it was just so easy to be like, you know, whatever. If he gets eight points, you can still bank yeah. if you correlate your other spots. But now that he's he's more expensive, I Do you I think, think he's he the guy in Kansas City? I mean, obviously they lost Watson. So every week that goes by that sky sucks worse like every week where it's like sky can't get open sky drops everything and mvs too like if so, you want to print but, but if you want to print MVS, money this year you just take the under on sky and mvs stuff marvin jones marvin jones unders i i, I don't think he's caught a pass since week one Mar- marvin jones unders have been free but anyway Every week that passes, Rashi Rice is closer to just playing like 70% snaps. Also very low-key. Kadarius Tony season high in snaps last week. Um, That's right. And, and he's there. under 4K too. So he's in that JSN range where one of these yeah. 4K guys are... It's just like if Kendrick Bourne, you know, is showing up as an option, if Curtis Samuel is going to be popular, 
you know, if people are clicking on, I, I mean, Trey Palmer was my gold star lock last week before Mike Evans. By the way, Baker, just put it the biscuit in the oh, basket, man. Whoa. He missed he had Trey an Palmer. 80 yard <laughs> touchdown. That was not the only one. He had 190 yards of air yards last week. He just, oh, Baker, your buddy, I love you, Boomer Sooner. But come on, man. Trey Palmer was open. Oh, all this day. is the one to Mike Evans. He had Mike Evans. Someone just forgot their defensive assignment. And he had one to Mike Evans, and the ball got bad at the line of scrimmage. And literally, there was no one around Mike Evans. He was it was it was not it was 80. Baker. Baker did not cover himself in glory in that that game. Anyway, point being, Rashi Rice sub five percent, I think. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think he. I mean, he is objectively he's objectively terribly priced at forty seven hundred to his median projection. Like, if you sort by points per dollar, your thumb is or your finger is going to get sore from scrolling all the, the way down. The problem is, is he is by far the most attractive salary relief in that game. It's, I mean, Pacheco. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, or Tony. And if Tony Watson's is out, right? Buddy Palmer is forty eight hundred. He just had the best game of his career on. That's Monday why I said night. by far the most attractive <laughs> hunt play option of that game. Yeah, no right. Could have had a hundred more this. yards oh my too. God. How, why are the why is this a thing? The receiving room. I'm just sorting by exactly it, like by the Kansas City receivers. Why has it come to this, Andy Reid? This is. Because they drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire instead of T. Higgins. Imagine, imagine if they would have just selected T. Higgins with that pick. The, like we could be living in like spaceships. You know, we could, like world hunger could be solved. Uh, Israel and Palestine. You know, it all would have been over if the Chiefs would have just taken a good wide receiver with that pick. So, um, talking about receivers and like the the high end receivers, obviously Cooper Cup. He's probably going to be like locks in people's cash game shells, right? Um, yeah. But Diggs, 8,900 against the Patriots, it feels gross, but also something that uh, kind of, to your point, I don't know who said the Josh Allen thing. Maybe it was, um, it was Peter. Me. Oh, Tuttle. I think it was like a really, this really handsome guy. Yeah. Tuttle. Yeah. Uh, so, so like a, an Allen Diggs combo could be like hilariously under owned this week. I wonder Just though, no too, to if we're it. at the point where you can, it seems weird to say, but with how much Diggs is consolidating the targets, if you can just play the Diggs alpha game and not even bother with Allen. It, Wait, aren't don't, the we, Patriots... don't we need, what's the zone so... man versus zone? What's the, oh, no. oh I, I'm thing? actually not allowing this on the show. Strike. <laughs> Oh, the Sims want to get his hand in the dirt, huh? No, no, no. We are, we are, we are absolutely not doing man versus zone on this show. It reminds me, I need to revive the wide receiver versus cornerback bit, but no man versus zone. I this is like the new most popular thing on Twitter. Like Ayuk versus man, Debo versus absolutely not. (laughs) No, no, not allowed, man. (laughs) I mean, you've got Gabe. Davis, uh, I, I must have missed Liam's tweet last week about Gabe, but uh, that guy is I just... did see one tweet from Liam during that, and he goes, he just goes, I got to see something from the Bills on this next drive. <laughs> I saw that tweet, too. I, I saw that one too. <laughs> Liam, I, I almost got Liam to capitulate on Kincaid uh... last night. He was he was thinking about it. Oh, oh gosh. Um, yeah, so 
I don't know. All right. Other receivers that you like this week, Pete. Well, I do think we should talk about the Rams thing. Cause I, I mean, I even see it in like the season long streets and people panicking about Puka. Like last week, the salary gap was one K between Puka and cup. And that obviously tilts it to cup when, you know, Puka's eight K, but now it's almost a two K difference. And Puka's still commanding 33% of the targets. This is an awesome matchup here. So I really do like Puka yeah. at 7,600. Second, I read uh, second highest week. But there's oh. there's got to be an explosive passing play allowed stat out there that Silva's going to reference with this uh, Steelers defense. Yeah. Yeah, and like the thing too is I initially, I think the concern was, I was like, I know Puka's going to continue to get targets, but are they just going to be all by the line of scrimmage and whatever? And like, he's looking for him in the red zone. You know, he is still a huge focal point of what they're doing. So if the sentiment is now swinging so far in the other way um, and we're getting a, a price discount relative to last week, I, I like that a lot. Chat Kendrick just Bourne had 11. Roasted, Peter. Just got, you just got bodied by... Uh... Michael Zimmerman. <laughs> how can I get bodied in the future before something happens? <laughs> because that's how well these people know you. They're, he's already preparing. He is. The, uh, the problem well, is, is there's no way for me to lose because I have a shit ton of Cooper Cup and Best Ball Mania. So I'll be victory lapping either way. My DFS lineups, aka the beauty of the portfolio review. So go run another lap, Michael. That's why that's why I wait to do all my best ball mania yeah. drafts for the last week so I could scoop all that Cooper Cup at 19th overall. <laughs> all right. Um Pete, other receivers that you like? I mentioned Christian Watson. I do think we can do short king summer thing again with Wandell Robinson. I mean, the commanders just get absolutely lit up by number one wide receivers, and I think we can crown Wondell Robinson, the number one wide receiver oh, on the Giants at this oh, point. It is short king summer, baby. One dolly. You love to see it. Is he going to uh, end up being super, super popular, do you think? I feel like people don't really want to click on a Giant, so that is is definitely going to keep it a little bit in check. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of good mid-tier value. Uh, Zay Flowers, Christian Watson, Hollywood Brown. McLaurin, Josh Palmer. Oh my God. Bring me inside the mind of someone clicking on Kendrick Bourne. Well, will not 11, be me. 11 targets last week, and you can expect that, them to probably. Uh, David, David didn't even have to bring me inside the mind. He just <laughs> is that mind. <laughs> right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And and uh, our own Sims liked like Kendrick Bourne last week. So God, these this chat they don't know anything man they say one they got, they got my terrible takes downs. too come on they got man. my terrible takes too with the with the high everything yeah that was my i had 73 of the snaps he's, I mean, he's on the field too now he just needs someone to throw and, the ball well he got uh he had a pretty long pass that i think he stepped like out of bounds on yeah he trail. actually looked good that looked good though mm -hmm. like it looked like yeah. he's like so still there so what? So the, the this was my thought. We we had the 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 Ritter doubles takedown last week. This week it's the uh, it's the Tyrod or Daniel Jones doubles with oh the cheap guys. Oh my god! Can you imagine yeah. if someone wins a million dollars USD with Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> well, I think Sam Howell is cheap enough for you. Yeah. Like, here's what's interesting about this week is 
is that if you wanted to just not play Cooper Cup, right? You could make a you could make a really good lineup just with mids, basically, just mid price guys, and not even have to worry about some sort good, of salary. Good strategy, a lot of the times, right? Just play a lot of eight to not me owned guys. Yeah. You know, that goes against my like, yeah yeah oh, the the fancy play syndrome in us can't. Yeah. can't I I remember one of the first things guys. Dave ever told me about DFS theory, like back like ten years ago when we were all still kind of learning. He's <laughs> oh, like, God. DraftKings, it's all about the stars and scrubs. On DraftKings, you just got to find the three guys. That's how you win. Davis, at that point, I was legit a DraftKings pro, so well, I'm at, imagining... At that, David, David, at that point, everyone was a DraftKings pro. If they just played guys who were in the lineup, you were you were, you were were getting print. Right. Dave, if only you would have fa- stumbled upon a pithy slogan for your strategy, maybe something like Team Jam Them In, you would have a yeah. massively successful YouTube channel right now. Well, David didn't even David didn't even invent that. I invented that back in the years where you had to play David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell every single week. I was it for David Smith invented that. So those who know David know he's like a basketball guy at heart. True. His pants were off the year that FanDuel decided to do like the drop a score the thing. Drop score. Yeah, and you could really just punt that last position. Oh. I I've forgotten about that till just now. They did a drop us because they wanted it because it was the zero. I kind of liked now, it. You know, yeah, retroactively. Zero, zeros were ruining people's lineups. And so they wanted to like, it was no late swap. And so yeah. you just like played. That was the, oh. that the new version of that is the people in the replies to FanDuel and DraftKings. Like David Montgomery. Void money. Void it. Void it. <laughs> Montgomery. Void it. <laughs> That those people are are scum. I mean, the people who want their their uh, player props are like they're total scum. But it doesn't it seem insane thinking back on that 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 was ever a solution that FanDuel arrived at. Like that would it's just crazy. They didn't want to do late swap. And yeah. So, but yeah, and it was like, a, so if somebody it, gets zero, their night's not ruined. It's, it's better for family time, brother. T- and it Tuttle was- could it. Tuttle needed DraftKings to have that, but for the captain position on uh, on Monday night. <laughs> Quentin Johnston, just get, just drop him. Just drop <laughs> you get the next best lineup in your captain score. Oh, he was so bad. All right. we. So I do want to talk about tight end briefly, but we got to create a, a FanDuel lineup real quick. No, we, we do don't. That. Remember, yes, we're we done do. with it. No. No. Are you kidding no. me? Are you People, if want anything, FanDuel. this week is more relevant than ever to take it's down true. the It's true, guys. Rolls. Everyone, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and figure out Levitan's oh, cash God. shell here. Don't, don't don't show uh don't show Davis Jameer Gibbs price tag here on FanDuel. Oh no, am I gonna have sixty two hundred? Okay, all right, they got me. They got what? me. Craig Reynolds. <laughs> I pulled right back in. Craig Reynolds. Uh, he's probably like, let's see. Craig Reynolds is fifty six. Zach Evans is forty eight hundred. That's your. Cup of tea. All right, uh, Tuttle, you start I mean, us out. I will give a shout out to FanDuel because they appeal to the common man who likes yes. to play guys that are like fun to play, right? Like yeah. you don't have to worry about Jeremy you, Lin. You can jam in some of the <laughs> Jeremy Lin. <laughs> oh God, Lin sanity. Um, I think I won. I won the five dollar GPP on draft day five times in the Lin sanity run because. That he was, was they they wouldn't there. adjust his price. 
He was just like six, and he was the number one basketball monster right. value, and that was back before. Davis, we don't have TV time on. for all your, you know, yeah. back in my day. This is a kitchen s story. This is like kitchen <laughs> talking about his dynasty league win <laughs> last week. They shipped the worm on draft day, and that's what, it was that's called what da- David. It was called the Rose, brother. <laughs> all right, um, let's let me pick. Was the um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Who, I don't know who to pick. I had all that filler time too to decide to decide somebody to pick. Yeah, I just was telling um, a. I was telling a story, and you you got nothing. I know we're gonna go with a Pete's take here. We're gonna go Puka. You steal Puka? Yeah, I'm gonna steal Puka. That was gonna me. be mine. Ripped him right from out from underneath me. Chalk Puka. All right, Pete. We didn't get him in on the other lineup, uh, so let's play Mark Andrews here. Good pick. Chalk tight end. All right, Davis. Gibbs, <laughs> chalk running back. This is this is a lineup that's going to compete a one v one or two v two with. Uh, I with bet Levitan. I bet he won't get out of control on Fanduel. Actually, I will bet cool. you a lot of money that Levitan will not have Gibbs in uh, Fanduel <laughs> cash this week. <laughs> All right, um, you know what? Let's just keep this train rolling. Let's go Bijan at running back. Wow, are we only playing good plays on this lineup? This is off-brand. This is going to be the 2v2 that takes down Levitan's cash game lineup. All right. Tournaments. Um, Tuttle. Let us go. Um, I'm going to go triple running back, and then you guys are going to not like this pick, but I'm going Josh Jacobs. I don't I love it's it. On, buddy, it's on it's on FanDuel. It's on brother. true, it's on FanDuel. Where where touchdowns matter. Yeah. God, eight thousand dollars. Eight K for Josh Jacobs. That's a good This, is like, this is like someone who posts unfamiliar a, with FanDuel pricing. No, dude. No. This is like someone who posts their grocery bill and it's like four hundred and seventeen dollars, <laughs> but they bought only like prepackaged meals and the jumbo cheese its and they're like, This inflation is out of control. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is the prepackaged meal when you could just buy the ground beef for much less money. Yo, low ground key. Beef. Um, ground beef is a lot. Low key for those people that don't actually play FanDuel right now. Their reward system is. I mean, the not overall reward system is better, but you can get like more legitimate offers if you start putting money down there. I mean, shout shout out shout out DraftKings for just absolutely dismantling their rewards program over the last Dylan, year. Shout out, Dylan, shout out Dylan, shout out Dylan from DraftKings that put money in my account yesterday for no other reason. But you, but I assume that he uh, buddy, you just you're just getting you money, just money flat out <laughs> dropped in your yeah, account how, on how DraftKings. What influencing have you been doing in the DraftKings streets to warrant that? Just assume that he saw some of the uh, stuff that happened over the weekend, and it was a pity thing. Just assume so. he saw your DraftKings balance. It was like, man, this guy could use a top. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get. I can't even get my dude to. Well, this is know, the first time he's texted me. Credits. This first time he's texted me in since April. So you don't. Um, you don't text. You yeah. don't text him ever. No, I don't pull a Davis and and pull him away from his family on a Friday night. All right, um, Davis, did you gotta... invite your DK rep to your wedding? <laughs> I I would have if I had one at the time. I was in between reps. My old rep quit the company, but I would have. That's how you oh, get some bonus. That, that happens like every two months, too, right? Yeah, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Davis, 
Did you book your flight yet for for Drew's wedding? No. Come on. You're not going to be able to. You're not going to go because you're going to be like, oh, flights are too expensive. If the window is passed, peak season in Miami. How much Super Bowl weekend cost? Oh, I I didn't know that. (laughs) Okay, maybe I won't be able to go then. Um, Whose pick is it? It's it's my pick. Uh, We need a wide receiver. All right, I'll make the bad pick this week. I'll make the one that makes everyone groan. Quentin Johnston. No. No. Why? No, no, no. Why? No. Go rice. Go, go rice. Go, go rice. Go fine. Tony. If you could make an evidence-based take on why Quentin Johnston should be in this lineup, I'll hear it. But you don't have any evidence. Like, if you do this, like, I would rather Wondell, like, Okay. This, All right. You can if never I, if grow I could, it. I'll give. I'll give thirty. I'll give thirty seconds of a real answer, which is they, that I'm legitimately curious. Serious game. The Chargers really need to win. Losing this game like deads their ability to make any sort of serious playoff run. I think coaches, generally speaking, make better decisions or the decisions they need to have made the whole time when they're in the foxhole, and it's going to be oh we're down. 13 points against the Kansas city chiefs. Everything is easy for them. We have Donald Parham and Keelan Doss out here running routes. Maybe we just use the guy who is an elite deep threat in college, who we just spent the 20th overall pick on in the NFL draft. Yeah. Tony is 5,500. I need, I need Davis to rewatch the game. Imagining that he kept lock captained Quentin Johnston and <laughs> I look, I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. It's Jover. It's Jover and Johnston. There was one play, one play that Johnston was the first read. Herbert looked at him for like a tenth of a second, just ran right to the next guy. Like it is yeah. just just brutal out there. And I I locked him in. I do have bad history with Johnston because I thought he was actually pretty bad in general in college too. And then he went on like a three week tear or four week tear where he had like 12 receptions. Well, he started out this last college season. He was like the fourth wide receiver on his team for a month and they never adjusted his price. And then he went on an insane run. Yeah. All right. Let's speed this up. What are we putting in? Are we putting in rice? We'll put in rice. We'll put in rice. All right. My wide receiver, uh, one, uh, Seahawk in every lineup. Let's do Tyler Lockett over here. Lovely. Oh, Peter, by the way, our, uh, JSN versus Lockett. Who does Leone project for more in week 17 bet? Scintillating right now. It is. It's going to be a, a fun sweat at this pace. I'd say we, we don't even have, we don't even have quarterback yet. Let's just go Lamar. <laughs> this 14. is the last time that quarterback has been the last. Yeah, this has never happened before. Let's just go First Lamar. Though. Yeah, I agree. What does that leave us with? 3,700. Yeah. Okay. You could also go Gino if you wanted to. Um, I don't want did to that. Maybe. You can take the Bears. Got, Thirty-seven. You got the Bears, Bears against, against there you go. O'Connell. Well, yeah, we have the Bears. Jacobs. Right. Though, is the, there we go. Is the problem here. That's fine. Okay, uh, I think that's Jacobs. Fine. Jacobs can get there via eleven checkdowns with AOC, like he did uh, the first time AOC played. Let's let's talk about tight end because I have seen some optimal builds where there are two tight ends. Mark Andrews and a cheap. That's that's, a cheap that's early. That's early in the week stuff. That always ends up getting filtered out by Sunday. But still, you'll, Mark you'll Andrews is going to be at fifty seven hundred. He is in like flex play range. If you wanted to get like a Michael Mayer in, like Mayer's twenty seven hundred. I year. mean, Mayer Mayer is 
Mayor's in the cash game shell. Uh, if Levitan right. had if Levitan had not abandoned DraftKings for FanDuel, he would have already had Mayor. Uh, he would have had Mayor as a must play this week in the uh, the ETR write up. Mayor's twenty seven hundred. You got still Musgrave, Kyle Pitts four K. I love this Ask Kyle Pitts. Forty three four thirty seven thirty three, and now he's just going right back up. No. Ask me if I played Kyle Pitts in cash last week at 3,900. You, you know ball if you did because I... 3% owned. Ask I me feel, if I won last It's no week. Irv Smith Jr., Dave, but it's a pretty good of all play. Of all the weeks I have ever lost on DraftKings, last week feels the worst because I knew what I was doing was bad as I was clicking it, and I was just like, sure, Evan Ingram, 4,500, why mm-hmm. not? And it's just like... When has that ever worked out for any like Evan Ingram was the was the Tobias Funke meme, you know, where it's like forty five hundred dollar Evan Ingram. A lot of people try it and it's never worked out for them, but maybe it'll work out for me. Davis, you hyped me up uh, into losing my contest last week. On who? You were talking about Justin Fields being like the elite guy for cash. Well, games. Wiggins Wiggins did it, too. I mean, and I kind of wanted to. I was like, you know what? He. He could he could get a four. Davis is right. He could get a forty point. Uh, you know, and just kill all those other. Guys, I mean, he but. literally. I mean, he might have. He he broke his hand. Yeah, but he wasn't looking great before that either. And Fields he, Fields never looks good until the play where he like blasts off. Though I mean, it's true. Just, neither here nor there. We're talking tight end save. All right. Yeah. Um. But Andrews versus a cheap guy like Michael Mayer. Where are you at? I mean. Mayor is a smash show, but Kincaid, Musgrave, McBride, that's a that's something that projections are not going to accurately capture. But McBride is the is the lead tight end there now. They it, it flipped in this last game, and I don't think it's gonna what would the point of it not going back be? I mean, they're they're well, one in the point is that it flipped at the end of last year and then they abandoned McBride at the beginning of this year first. I guess too. that's I guess that's true. I don't know. McBride, you, like, I mean McBride's actually interesting. Yeah, I, I like I like McBride. and and McBride is going to be direct salary leverage on Mayer, who will be like the most popular play probably. Gerald Everett five targets and a touchdown last week. Maybe he's becoming the number one tight end there in uh, Los Angeles. Okay, AJT says let's speed this up. I have a hard out, so yeah, we're yeah, I had a hard out nine yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, What's going okay, on? all right, let's uh, let's do it. Uh, Tuttle, who's your terrible take this week? Was it Jalen Hyatt? You want to stick with that? Jalen Hyatt's more terrible than JSN, so we'll go him. Okay. You'll, we you'll go end up being the, uh, directionally accurate when Darius Slayton has his first monster game of the season. Yeah. I mean, last week was a monster game by his Yeah, metrics. what, 60 yards? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we get clamoring for these college football props now. So uh, tonight on Underdog, Jonathan Brady. Over thirty and seven and a half receiving yards is the uh, is the play. I love I'll it. give out what what's Kelly Acarie's? Is it like forty six and a half? Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't think they have one right now for him. I played I played him fifty yard game. I played him last week at about eight percent owned on the Wednesday night slate. Two two twenty three and three, just just beautiful stuff. Dominated. All right, um, Davis. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Four weeks ago, everyone would have lost their minds uh, Joker style for a Chiefs-Chargers game, but because the Chargers have been bad for two weeks in a row, the total's down. People are less excited, but the, the chances are is that game, I think, could get 
pretty wild. And if you find non-Kelsey, non-Keenan, non-Eckler ways that you like, I don't judge anyone. You know, if you're a Palmer guy, I mean, do it in the dark. I don't want to hear about it. But, um, you know, go, go with God on, on that game. I think it is going to be pretty good. Okay. Pete? Colorado, Colorado School of Mines has actually been pretty good at generating pressures on defense. <laughs> Fade Bajan at your own risk. <laughs> um, he always yeah. wins. He always wins. We didn't even talk about Drake London uh, as far as those Drake London bags last week coming coming back, but I think I think he's back. I think this. I think that the Falcons are just back. Pitts, London. It was Bijan dying for the passing game to get going. <laughs> Bijan still got some targets last week, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I'm just going to enjoy watching this week without having the Titans stink on me. Um, it's Love just going to be. You're, you're not. You're not excited for Malik, dude. It's not going to be Malik. It's going to be Will Levis. Malik. Oh, Mayo, Mayo boy. Well, if. if if signing Dobbs uh, for a must-win game last last week last year, and then Malik this this year hasn't shown you enough, it's it's Will Levis, and it's it's tanking for Caleb Williams and just giving him ownership of of your team, just giving him equity in your team. So, with that being said, appreciate everyone that again just sticks with us and um, you know leaves comments and. It just builds us up. Really appreciate it. We'll see you next week, week eight, here on the Swolecast, RogueHours.com. Peace.